0: Welcome back to The Abiding CEO. I'm your host, Betsy Mejiaz, a mental health therapist and life coach. And as we get ready to enter into this year, I can't help but to wonder, and I wonder if you're thinking the same thing, how can we make this year different? For me, it's an ongoing goal of growing spiritually. And that's what I mean when it comes to abiding. It's no secret to those around me and to anyone who listens to the trailer or has spent any time with me that faith infiltrates every area of my life. It's who I am in front of people, behind people, in all my relationships. One of the things that I'm passionate about is applying scripture in a way that is natural and unforced. So when you think about a vine and a branch, There's a peace that comes with that, that happens naturally. But if the branch disconnects from the vine, it withers and it dies. So that's where this whole concept of abiding, the abiding CEO comes from. Because I found myself getting so worked up in the tasks that I had totally disconnected from the vine. I was striving I was listening to all sorts of suggestions out there rather than listening to my creator. And that's where the motivation for all of this has come from. And I really believe this is my message to the world, to abide. This is the message for faith-based entrepreneurs. Let your businesses be a blessing to your communities, to your employees, to everyone around you, and to you and your family. Gone are the days of missing out birthdays, special events, and for those that are so busy scaling outside of God's timing, gone are the days of missing church, fellowship, and community. What if 2024 was the year where we said enough? What if 2024 was the year that we said, you know what, God, we're going to do this together. What if we chose to rest? What if we chose to abide? What if we chose to connect to him? He tells us in John 15, 5, I am divine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. That last part, those are some strong words, right? Without me, you can do nothing. Well, I know that sounds counterintuitive to what we do, right? The whole point of business is to bear fruit. But then what kind of fruit are we bearing? That's another question for another day. If anybody's curious, go ahead and read Galatians 5 and see if you're producing any of that fruit. But back to John 15, the motivation behind all of this. He tells us about the pruning process. And sometimes we grow and things are not in order. And that's where some pruning takes place. Shift. In software, shifts, and personnel, removing here, adding fertilizer there, so much takes place while we're running businesses. Another thing that really impacted me, and there was a season there where I purposely got together with some ladies and we read some of Dallas Willard's work. He's this philosopher. He's since passed away, but his whole message has been about spiritual formation and that relationship with Christ. This is what he has to say about business. Business is a primary arrangement on God's part for people to love one another and serve one another. So many times we think that the two don't don't overlap, right? There's the church and then there's the marketplace, but we don't see that kind of divide in scripture. What does it look like when the owner is loving and serving people, right? Sometimes the most loving thing you can do is release people to their destiny. In other words, prune them out. And then sometimes you help them find a way and graft them in. I know for me, it was quite the wake wake up call to slow down and decide what truly is my goal. What is this said business plan? What is my mission, vision, values? And how does my faith show up in all of that? In my main business? as a mental health provider and a group practice owner, the goal is healing. Many of us, myself included, we specialize in trauma and trauma will taint everything, right? In a negative light, it affects how you see yourself. It affects how you see the world. It affects how you run your business. And I realized that in the way I was doing things, trauma was creeping in so that this thing this purpose, this calling that was from the Lord was becoming a curse. And I was reenacting patterns that didn't need to be. So it's been a journey for the past six years for me. And it's a journey that never ends as long as we're on this side of heaven. And I want to encourage you to just stop and think about that. Are you even aware that you're on a journey? That although you can't force yourself to grow spiritually. You can create an environment to be fruitful. You can water your soil. You can practice what's called spiritual disciplines, silence, prayer, meditation, and that there is value in taking care of the body. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we're a spirit with a soul inside of a body. And God cares about all of that. And lastly, there's the social aspect. How much priorities are we putting on relationships? There's been moments, especially being the type of person I am and with my temperament, I'm very much A to B as quickly as possible. I care about efficiency. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially since I know and I understand that God wired me that way to fulfill his purpose for me in this life. However, he did not wire me that way so I could bulldoze people. and sometimes. Not valuing opposing opinions, engaging in difficult conversations, and agreeing to disagree. Oh my goodness! If we could just agree to disagree, all paths are not the same. But what matters is that we're on the path that He put us on. I know for a long time, I wrestled and I debated with some of the attributes He gave me. Because you see, I'm I'm a Latina from. Dominican Republic, born there, brought here when I was little, ESL kid. And for those of you who don't know, ESL is English as a second language. So there are already barriers there that I had to overcome. One, being able to do this, right? Just being able to speak the language, move on, right? College, university, specializations, and now currently studying spiritual formation and leadership, which... It's a mission field and I love it. I've learned to accept the sidetrack. Like, okay, maybe I didn't get to be that one thing that I wanted to post on social media, but you know what? I had a great conversation in the break room with one of my employees that was invigorating to me and to her because at the end of the day, people matter. And so much of what we do is about relationships and loving and serving Echoing again what Dallas Willard was pointing out and just spreading the love. I am just so passionate and fired up about this. And I think if we all rally around and pull into each other and have these conversations and reflect on who we are, how he wired us and the calling to be a business owner that he's given us, it can be so much fun. It can be so much fun and so rewarding in a deep and fulfilling way. What if 2024 was the year of abiding? Let's do this. Let's abide and see the fruit that all of this produces. If we focus on abiding, the rest will fall into place. I look forward to talking to you. Next time, I'll be telling you a little bit about the window of tolerance in our nervous systems and how that challenges what I'm telling you now to abide. Talk to you soon. Bye.